It is The Drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Let's talk some more Illini basketball. Later this hour, you'll hear from Brad Underwood, who spoke to the media today about Illinois and Minnesota, the second-to-last home game that Illinois will have. You got this one at 8 p.m. tomorrow night, and then the regular season finale at home against Purdue. Yes. That being a week. Is that a weekday game? Yeah. yeah. It's a Tuesday, the 5th. Okay. I think it's a Peacock game, isn't it? Yep. Every Tuesday, is that what it is? It's yeah, Peacock every Tuesday, Tuesdays. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. It's I think show up to the stadium like us, Lon. I know. That way you don't miss it. I know. I think tonight there's actually a game on BTN, but the other game is on Peacock. Normally, Peacock has two games on. That's right. So, yeah, interesting. Okay. Let's get to Lon's question that he had at the end of last hour. A good one. And I think that it'd be interesting to – so we're talking active players? Yeah, talking, like right now. Right these now. Guys, right now. And then if we could quickly do maybe just during the Brown uh, era, if we can think back that well, we might need some help from the text line. But current players, all Big Ten Illinois killers. Yes. So I think Tony Perkins – Yes. With his 32 last season. Didn't he still get to like 22 this year? Not efficiently. It was at least 18. 18. Okay. 18 this year. I'm I'm throwing my early front runners out. All right. I'm putting Dante Scott. Scott Just because for four years, he's performed well in every game you've played him. Yep. We gave him two or three of those years because we didn't have a four to guard him. I think Jameer Young, the way he went off. Could be on there. Although Julian Reese, you could say after this season, but he hasn't. I feel like this was the first year that he really hurt you. Sure. Um, Boo, did he really hurt you that bad? Oh, he did in Evanston, yeah. Oh, that's right. He did. And then at the end of last year in Champaign. Ah, yes. So he might have worked his way into a guy who was – Illinois was his kryptonite for a while. Like Trent Frazier held him down extremely well. Good call. But the last two years, he's really hurt Illinois. Okay. Who else we got on this list? Um, I mean, you, does you, Nick Kern make it after one Nick game? Because <laughs> that second half of a game. You can't include Edie because he'd be on every list uh, that you ever put together. Fair right? enough. Fair Has enough. he even really dominated Illinois relative to what he normally does? That's a good point. Probably not. Not earlier this year. Trey Kaufman Wren was the yeah he was the, the big guy. stack guy. Does Indiana? I mean, not right now. I know Trace went off, but I was going to say Trace. Oh, that was another one where yep, you against had him. Kofi. Yep, he was inferior, but then without him, he destroyed you. Gosh, um, this is go- looking well for Illinois right now. This is looking good. Anybody for Illinois. in Wisconsin? No, because no. you beat them, you own them. Yeah, um, Michigan, Michigan State, State, Malik Hall. Yeah. Not really, though. Just for one game, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, Michigan. Tyson Walker's had some good moments against Illinois. Yeah, yes. He almost pulled them all the way back. Oh, that's that yeah. Trent Frazier yes. year, super senior year. I could see him making that list. I feel like we're forgetting somebody, of course. Penn State. Of all the guys that had career highs last year, it seemed like there has to be someone still playing other than Perkins. Nebraska. Oh, well. Well, it wasn't a career high, but Jamison Battle went for yeah thirty uh, something. Yeah. Who else? What, had a what did he do high? against you this year? I don't think he did much. He didn't do much in that game. I don't think. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like uh, Iowa, we had Perkins. 
Nobody else from Iowa, I don't think. No. Indiana, there really hasn't been one. Purdue. Northwestern, we were going boo. I mean, it's, this gr- is, it's a great thing to, to know that you're not really right? getting killed left and right. Nebraska, I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. It's not like Tomanaga Tillman, had a good game here in Champaign, though. Didn't Walker have a good game against you last year, that big Derek guy Walker, for, yeah. for Nebraska? But not good enough to – Rutgers, was there I – I Cliff mean, hasn't killed you. No. Ron Harper Jr. is – if we're going to do Brad Underwood era, EJ Liddell, Ron oh, Harper Jr., you could probably make a, an all-kill team of just like four men. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, you're on a good roll there. Would add Dante Scott to that. Dante Scott, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, you got to have Pickett after last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, Javon have Pickett. to. This is Jaylen, Well, Jalen Pickett. Although Javon Pickett might finish it out. We got two Picketts. I, that's right. Oh, that's not a Big Ten, but – did um, it's almost easier to do? Well, it would be because you've had more years of guys doing stuff against you. It's it's weird that as bad as Illinois' defense has been lately, and for half the season, it's kind of hard to come up with five guys that have really crushed Illinois. Is there anybody on Ohio sure. State now? Thornton had a big game last year against them. That's right. Before you, before I really knew who he was. Now I know people like you knew him. But he just you, – you couldn't stop him last year. Yep. Only had seven this year, though. Yeah. I feel like we've gone through the entire Big Ten. All right, so active players. We're going to go with Dante Scott. I think you got to put Jameer Young on there. Jameer Young. Tyson Walker. Or, uh, yeah. Tyson over or, Boo or Boo Booey? I think both of those are on. Oh, I think you got to leave Boo off since Illinois All still right. for his okay. career. Right. For his All career. Right. Oh, so Perkins is on there? Is that, are we going with Perkins? Perkins? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jameer Young, Tony Perkins. Scott. Dante Scott. Yeah, it's it, tough. It is. Uh, David says in the U of I Atlanta Link text line, Gillis from Purdue. Yeah. He probably hit a big He's shot or well two against, against them, you. but what do you have? He had eight against them last uh, earlier this year. The previous season, what did he have? Did he go off for like sixteen? Seven. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Brandon Newman stayed at Purdue. Yeah. He could make the list. Brandon Newman. <laughs> Good call, Kyle. Gosh, I don't. This isn't a super like authoritative. Here are five guys that destroy the alignment. Right. I mean, well, and I again, guess Boo does have to make it if we can't think right. of any others. Boo. I think yeah. it's kind of a credit to. Uh, maybe we just throw Wahab on there to make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what we do. I think that's kind of a credit to Illinois yeah, of course. this season. Well, I mean, they've been. Yeah, I mean, but the defense on the whole is still. Yeah, that's the problem. Like Hogard had a really good game against you. He has had some good games against you, hadn't he? He, I'd have to look big picture beyond this yeah, year. I had, he was, didn't he go for 20 in one of the games this season? 23, which is a season high against Illinois in East Lansing. They had 16 against them in Champaign. And I think last year he had a big game against had you. Had 20 against Illinois and Champaign last year. So, yeah, Hogarth yeah, probably should be list. on there. He's on that list. Just for nothing else for the sour faces he makes. Mm-hmm. He and Coleman could be teammates on a sour face team. 
where they neither one have committed a foul in college basketball history. Here we go. Let's make the uh, the all sour face all Big Ten, <laughs> coached by Tom Izzo, of course. Oh, yes, uh, yes, good call. AJ Hogard, Coleman Hawkins. Hmm. Uh, too bad Brad Davison's not oh, still in the league. Yeah, that would just be kind of punchable face. Who would be? Yeah, this is hard to. It's hard to. Ju- There's so many teams now, and then it's just going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It's hard. Yeah. How are they doing it next year? You're only. You're not going to play a team like six teams twice. Is that right? Sounds right. Yeah. So you could you could have theoretically a year where the worst six teams in the league you only play one time, or yeah. or or Wisconsin could play the worst sixteen right. twice. That's automatic. And that's why I told. That's why I said I brought it up. Not that it will we'll get to the point where we'll do this, but would we possibly say, hey, the Big Ten tournament is the true champion versus well the unbalanced schedule winner, or just like a. A four-team tie in the That's fair. first. I, I don't know. I think I loosely looked at this today. If Illinois is the two right now in the Big Ten tournament, which they are, your seven and ten, I believe, right now would be Minnesota and Maryland. Hmm. I don't want another matchup with Maryland. I just, I just don't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't want want that either are you worried about minnesota tomorrow night not i'm not, not saying anything terribly, because i no. wasn't worried about penn state yeah and wahab and he had a great game and penn state came back and beat you i will bring this up i was looking at bart torvik today i like running different metrics to see like since february 1st who are the best teams in college basketball or the best in the big 10 i did that for the big 10 since during the month of february so according to their metrics during this month, the best teams in the Big Ten. It was crazy who they listed at number one. You guys want to just for fun guess? The best team in the Big Ten? Since February 1st, just based on efficiency, their their overall metrics, what the numbers say the best team in the Big Ten has been this month. I know you, your gut would say Purdue, but... Rutgers with Williams. No. No. Michigan, not Michigan State. They had a bad loss. The team that's unbeatable at home. Nebraska? Nebraska. Uh, Since the start of February, Nebraska has the number one defense in the country, according to Bart Torvik. And they are ranked as the 10th best team during this month. The number one team in the Big Ten. Right behind them, Purdue, 11th best team in the country during the month of February. Then Illinois, then Northwestern, then Minnesota. Okay. So Minnesota's been a top five team in the Big Ten over the stretch. They haven't been very good on the road. Like, you look at their home road stuff, like, they have beaten people at the barn this year. But as for on the road, I think they've only gone to Penn State and got a win. Of course, Illinois didn't. But (laughs) uh, they went to Michigan and got a win. Other than that, I think those those are their only Big Ten road wins. Dare I say I'm proud of Minnesota? Because normally Minnesota's the team that, Halfway through the season, it's like, oh, that's you. That's uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Give me five, Gophers. You're on your way down. This year, they, they usually start like they do. 11 and two. Yeah. They, they play a soft non con. Oh, and then it's like, big all right. Time. So they've kind of, Ben's done a great job with that team. Mm-hmm. 
And they've done a good, uh, I mean, look, getting Dawson Garcia back, I hope that shows people, kids in Minnesota that you can go make a difference with the Gophers, right? Because at first he went to, where was he at first? And then he went to Carolina. He went to Marquette? Yes. And then Carolina, yep. almost to Illinois, mm-hmm. and then back to Minneapolis. Did he have an issue with one of his parents or something? Was there an issue that he... When he left North Carolina, I know that he said that there was like a family yeah, illness something. or something like yeah. that. Yep. But now he's made a big difference there for them. And, I mean, I think Illinois will beat Minnesota tomorrow night. But, look, it wouldn't bother me if Minnesota snuck into the NCAA tournament. I thought you were going to say snuck into champagne and got no, away. No, no. <laughs> Those things might go hand in hand. Yeah. Though. They might have oh, to do that to make the tournament. I'm glad you said that, not me, Kyle. Oh, this would be a huge win for... I'm not scared of Minnesota, but I'm also not... They're not a pushover team like they have been for a number of years before this. And Garcia, we know, that is very capable as a scorer, although I think he's a pretty good matchup for Coleman he's not a bully you on the block type of big man right and neither was Owen Freeman so I thought that, that was a better situation than like a Julian Reese or some of these other guys in the league that have been able to throw it on the block and and move Coleman around and get to where they want to go you do always wonder about the lingering revenge game for an in-state guy like Cam Christie comes in and hits six threes right a guy that Illinois offered but then didn't really go after that hard. He's so. had a good season. Is he the freshman of the year? It's probably Freeman, but it's close, I think. Uh, that's the, true. The numbers I, on paper are pretty yeah. – no, I, I think the, it could go either way. I think Freeman's averaging like 11 and 6, and Christie's like 10 and a half points, shooting 41% from three on the wow. year. Wow. It's like a he's a pretty much a knockdown shooter from the outside. Was he Illinois' to lose? You always wonder with – like his brother Max, of course, goes to Michigan State. Yeah, and I think there were a lot of wonders, like if Michigan State actually wanted Cam. But long story short, he comes from the Illinois Wolves program, which isn't usually the best pipeline for Illinois. It's been Mean Streets before that, right? Mac Irvin with Chin Coleman, but I think based on the way the competition went, that if Illinois really pushed, they probably would have got him. In my opinion, although. Minnesota had a different sell. Like they said, come in and be one of our best players early on versus Illinois, of course, more loaded up. He'd be in a, a off the bench type of role. But good point. I mean, he can he can kind of shine at Minnesota. But as crazy as it seems, like Dre Gibbs Lawhorn was a much more of a splash ad for Illinois. But Cam Christie, to this point, he's gotten a lot Cam's gotten a lot more opportunities. Not really fair to say, you know, if if Dre Gibbs Lawhorn was at Minnesota, maybe he's playing a whole lot more. Right. But as of right now, looks like the much better ad, just again, as of right now. How dare you say that the Wolves aren't number one when they gave you Abrams and Egwu? I know. I mean, how can you, how can you look, (laughs) just forget that so quick, Derek? I'm forgetting it. I'm totally being. It's it's yeah. Sarcastic. It's interesting. Um, that's another thing. Like if Jaden Shute went into the portal, Illinois Wolves guy. I wonder. I just don't know if there's a great relationship there between Illinois and the Wolves. To what? be to be very frank with you, why am I having a senior moment here, Jaden? Sh- oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your guy, my guy. Yeah, that's kind of die. It's kind of kind of quieted down on that. Okay, a little bit. All right. I was thinking about portal season today. 
Oh boy. And just how it'll be fun. How many will Illinois have to get? How many do you lose? Hawkins, Shannon, Shannon, Damask, Damask Garrier, Harmon, Gemini. <laughs> you have a, someone's going to transfer. You already out. have a spot open, that. right? There's Caesar, an open scholarship right now. Yeah, like Hansberry's not going anywhere. I don't yeah, know about. You Dane. hope not. No. I don't think Moretti's going anywhere. I don't know about Dre. Right. Luke will be back. Luke will be back. Sincere. Ty will be back. Ty will be back. I don't know about Sincere. Sincere is a question. So you're four three on back and gone. Or, or I will say not gone, the, but early on when Sincere first pulled the move to redshirt, there were a lot of like, oh boy, uh-huh. is he preserving that year to go somewhere else? And there's still kind of the we'll see who Illinois adds because Sincere probably in his mind is thinking that I've worked on my game for a year. Illinois is going to lose a lot of pieces. I should be a prominent yeah. player on the next next year's team. But if Illinois, quote-unquote, recruits over him or brings in a lot of competing pieces, then maybe he, he darts the portal as well. Would you not, if you were a young player on Illinois, be worried that Brad, because of the way he has recruited the portal, will recruit over you? I think you got to expect that, yeah. I'm not saying you wouldn't be that way. At but it any, happens at a lot of right, 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 right. I'm not saying this programs. is this is a only Illinois exclusive issue, right? But Brad has done really well on that portal, of course. And so, when you look at that, ah, uh, yeah, I'd be. By the way, he loves Amani Hansberry. He does. He absolutely he loves that dude. That would worry me if I were Dane. Yeah. I was happy for Dane to, to yeah. get those minutes. Yeah. And it's been a tough year. He shows year moments where you're I just know. like, man, is I he know. skilled. And if he would have made a couple of those at the rim. He had right. some really nice moves that he didn't finish off. But. He does seem like the kid, though, that's always being yelled at. Yeah. And I'm not going into the, oh, Brad yells. I mean, he, he doesn't even do that anymore. But it does seem like Dane is always in the doghouse. It does. And I mentioned that Saturday when they took a shot of Brad just chewing him, and I'm like, man, it seems oh, like. <laughs> I, I know. Mean, Luke said that before he even gets in a game, Brad's yelling at yeah. him, and Dane, it's yeah. like. <laughs> it is funny how Brad will get mad about something on the court and then yell at the guys on the bench. Right. <laughs> there are times about like, where that happens, but um, to Brad's side on that one, on. Uh, if you're talking about the moment I'm thinking of on Saturday, it was yeah. Owen Freeman was not getting blocked out by Dane, and there's like a 60 pound difference there. There was a reason where Dane yeah. should have been backing him into the the stanchion. Exactly. No, that's exactly right. Listen, there's normally a reason why Brad is doing yeah, that. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no doubt. How much was he pacing and visiting with those starters when oh, when he made the boy. hockey change over the board? A lot. <laughs> well, as they were coming off the court, it was grab a beep rebound. Oh, multiple times, and then he got. I think he was a little upset that there wasn't more of an enthusiastic cheer after one of the scores oh. by the the bench group. So then he was like getting on them for that. So he, he was just he was, and that was a great move by him. Ultimately, it was. He finally needed to. He's trying to search for the. The wake-up call. He sent a message. And he did. 
and it worked. Wasn't Illinois down to and then still down to when yes. that all – so, in other words, and it's not like Illinois was up 12 after yeah. the – that next group came in and left. It wasn't and, the storybook. He puts in the bench, <laughs> right, and they go on a 20 to nothing run, and the rest is history. Kids, sit down. I want to tell you a story about 2024. But, but yet, it still got the message, and it did boost Moretti. I mean, he, it put him back in the front mind of all Illinois fans mm-hmm. that are like, man... I mean, we long you're, – you're constantly longing for something. If, if, if you're a baseball team, if you're the Cubs, you're longing for a guy that's going to come in and, and provide upside power, right? If you're the Cardinals, you're longing for that ace again. And so it doesn't matter the team. It doesn't matter the sport. You're always – your team is always missing one ingredient that you're like – And sometimes that ingredient lasts for a while, like when Illinois couldn't get a four-man. And we were just like, oh, why can't we get a four-man? And during John Gross, we couldn't ever get a point guard. Right. Until T. John Lucas, again, I've said, he'll go down as one of my favorites, not because he was great, but because he did commit to you as a point guard. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like Illinois is back in that longing for a point guard kind of thing. And then we bring a guy in that is truly that. And it's like, ooh, it's like a shiny new car. I like this. I like this young man. But in reality, yeah. you got to understand is is in a long haul, it, would he get exposed too much? You know, if 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 he's guarding, uh, pick a guard, Jameer Young. Jameer Young. Say. You're going to see Brayden Smith coming up. Can he yeah. guard Brayden Smith? Boy, he's having a good year. And oh, it pains me. It pains me that he has, that he's having a good year. It really does. Doesn't lawyer look like the kid? Like, he's had the same haircut in school pictures <laughs> since kindergarten, right? And it's still the same hair. Yeah. It's, there's no gel in it. Uh-huh. It's not greasy. It's clean hair. He washes his hair. But it's just the same hair. <laughs> and, and, like, during a game, he'll kind of just fold it over a little bit. Just, you know, and you're just like, man, he's – I bet if you went back to fifth grade on – and just looked at his class pictures growing up, if his mom, like, presented that to you, you'd be like, he has the same he, hair his whole he life. kind of looks the same, probably. And yeah. he probably looks the same. Yeah, yeah. he's just gotten taller every yeah. year. Yeah, that's, that's what I think of when I see lawyer. That just so people understand, when I watch a basketball game, what I think of. <laughs> that is it. I should be a color guy. I should be like... You should. Lawyer hits another three. Lon, he's having a big one. Yeah, no, he's having a great game, Bob, but... Does his hair not bother you? Like, has he not had the same <laughs> There should be, you know, like for Monday Night Football, they have the, the Buck and Aikman, but then the Manning yes. cast is like the alternative. Like, they should make an alternative broadcast with oh. Lon on there. And Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and we just think of the dumbest stuff. <laughs> like, Lon, have you ever noticed that that guy always has his right sock up higher than his left? You could listen to Ian Eagle and Grant Hill on this broadcast or – Jerry Seinfeld Alante. <laughs> they tried that with Dennis Miller once back in the day. Is that right? Don't you remember that? That experiment of Dennis Miller? Nah, like on Am Monday I, Night Football? Was it Monday Night Football? It was one of the big or ones. Sunday Night Football. Or maybe one Sunday of the Night. It was one of those, I think. I'm almost positive. I remember him being in, a, in one of yeah, those booths. They, yeah. had, they had like a comedian. Uh, <laughs> 217. Lawyers should sue supercuts. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's the guy that gets the the coupon when it comes out, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh! I've got the next three days to get a haircut because mm. I don't want to." <laughs> then we can get you like a. We should get you like a John Madden bus. And remember, like yes. the player of the game, they put their face on it. I like. But that. now we just put the face of a guy who gets dogged the most by Lon. So we got <laughs> Kenny Albert on there. And now we got Lawyer and his super cut hair. And we'll just see where it goes from there. I like this idea. Scott, I can tell you right now, Lauren Tate, after about 20 minutes, would not like me. And I love Lauren. And I, from all accounts, I think Lauren likes me. But I just don't think he would appreciate my sense of humor over the long haul. If I threw a shot in on occasion, he'd probably kind of laugh and snicker. But after a while, he'd be like, enough, young man. Enough. I will tell you, I think that Lauren's got some honoriness to him. I'll tell you that. Oh, yes. But I, I think that, yeah, there are some stylistic differences in terms of. He's old school. Yeah. And I'm. it's funny that I say that. Like, not that I'm not. Old school, I guess, but I'm just weird. I mean, that's just simple. It's just as simple. I'm just weird. It was I, funny. I, I talked to Wagner. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I heard Lon when he did the <laughs> line through the middle of he the paper. Sent a, he sent me a text. Yeah, and, he's like, and he goes, hey, just so you know, I was listening that day. And it's it's exactly, he does it exactly like I did. Exactly. Yep. To the point. Except he still writes cursive. Really? It looked like it. Huh. Oh, he sent you a picture. We sent me a picture of his notebook, and it looked like Iowa was in cursive. Mm. Which I'm not going. I'm not against anybody that writes. I don't think most, I've written in cursive. Other than signing my name, I, I have not say, written in cursive since middle does, school. Does the majority of the world write print now? I would think. Do we even teach cursive Do anymore? Do we even write anymore? <laughs> that's that's a great that's a great point. Kyle, were you taught cursive? I was, yeah. Okay. And you're 19, mm -hmm. so we're still doing it, I guess. We're still teaching that. I've always printed, basically, since I got into television. So I can't write cursive now. I, if you asked me to sign your name right now, Derek, I would have no idea how to do it. Yeah, see, I can sign my own name. But right. writing other cursive, yeah, I would, no. I'd be... I'd have no chance. Not doing well. Oh, please well. don't associate me with Bill Walton. <laughs> oh man quite the quandary is, is he coming over to the big 10 oh. like is he gonna be part oh. of the big 10 broadcast of course he probably will be yeah when uh illinois plays oregon at 9 p.m yep. bill walton on the call oh boy oh well what? i'll embrace it is he just gonna carry the conference of champions over to the big 10 or is he gonna, <laughs> is that gonna die like is the pac-12 conference of champions done or is it now gonna be the big 10 isn't it just oregon state and Washington State. They're going State. to the West Coast. Oh, they are. So. They are. Okay. So officially, everybody is called for, is accounted for, in other mm -hmm. words. Makes sense. If you want, we could take a break before this train goes by and get you out of here. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the horn saying, Lon, right. you got to go. All right. Enjoy your uh, sectional game tonight. Sectional right? game. Yeah. yeah. Good luck to St. Thomas you. More. Thank you. I'm, I, it, I just, we talked a little smack to Salt Fork on Friday. <laughs> But, uh, I appreciate you doing that. I, we may have lost some listeners or gained them. I, I don't know. I don't know if people liked it or not. Uh, that's, a, that's a good Salt Fork team, and we, we played well to beat them. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a tough one. I, this Lexington team we're playing, I don't know a lot about them. I think they're not as big, they're quick, and they can shoot. So we've got our hands full.
we've got our hands full tonight. But it'd be fun. It'd be fun to get another win and yeah. uh, keep it going. I know Andrew a little bit is just like kind of bummed because baseball started yesterday and he's still shooting the round ball. So he's like, ah. they did. Uh, well, oh, mom, out of nowhere. Just mom thinking we're in a commercial. Did the Cardinals play today? <laughs> yes, mom. The Cardinals played and tied at three. <laughs> She's over here laughing. Like, literally, mom just comes in and is like, hey, hey guys, since, since you're not doing a show it's right, or anything. It's laid back. It's super laid back in here. We're anything good. else you need, mom? They tied at three. It was on our air today, mom. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Actually, yeah. a lot of tie. Yep. <laughs> that was so funny. All right. Brad Underwood, before we get out of here, maybe Imani Hansberry. If not, we'll play him tomorrow. Sweet. We'll let Lon... Get on the road. Good luck to STM. Good luck to Andrew. And uh, Thank you, buddy. We'll talk to you later. I appreciate it. All right, we'll be Let's back. Go. This is The Drive. From computer systems to bricks and tires, too, at PDR, fixing cars is what they do. Remember, when you turn the key and the car won't run, call 367-9481 or use their dedicated text-only line at 383-0619. Additional information, including repair quotes and online scheduling requests, available from the website at pdrauto.com. Remember, they are what's best for your truck or car. They are PDR. First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana invested in our community since 1908. Before you buy your home in 2024, we invite you to speak with one of our experienced lenders, Jack, Jim, Kim, or Lane. Experience the convenience of working with a local lender with local service, decisions, and loan underwriting in our comfortable offices. Visit us to experience the exceptional friendly service from our knowledgeable staff. Hey, if you're not already banking with us, give us a try. We think you'll love it here. We do. 356bank.com, First Federal. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS. Four three five one two zero. Welcome to Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Hi, I'm looking for a refrigerator. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Oh, yeah, well, I just need a refrigerator. Don't need the whole store. But you get it, the whole store. My kitchen is only about this big. You get me. Hello. All those delivery, installation, and service technicians in back. Wow, all those people? The Dick Van Dyke 510 year protection plan, which means in the unlikely event something goes wrong in the first five years, your repair cost is nothing. Nothing? 10 years parts coverage on the major components. Looks like I'm getting more than the refrigerator today. Um, how much does this whole store cost? Nothing. Come on. For real. We guarantee to beat any competitor's deal, all that other stuff we talked about, like our service tax. And your 510 year protection plan. All included. I'm Dennis Freak and chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. And when we say you get the whole store, we mean the whole store. Wow. Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. And Illini fans who renew their season tickets by February 1st are eligible to win amazing prizes, memorabilia, and experiences. Secure your season tickets for homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th against Michigan. Visit FightingIllini.com for more information. At Pards in Urbana, the boots just keep on coming. They're known for their huge collection of men's cowboy boots, women's cowgirl boots, kids' boots, and even shoes. If you're searching for top footwear brands, look no further than Pards. They carry a wide variety, including Ariat, Dan Post, Smoky Mountain, Roper, Double H, and more. And if socks or accessories are what you need, they've got all your high-quality essentials. 
Since 1968, Pards has been serving their customers with high-quality merchandise. And if you haven't been to Pards in a while, a lot has changed. Go check them out just off University Avenue in Urbana. Are you tired of shivering in the winter? Look no further than your local heroes at ABC Heating and Air Conditioning. Hi, this is Gina inviting you to give us a call at 217-352-5400 to book your appointment to make sure your furnace is run safely and efficiently this winter. We've been proudly locally owned and operated and have been serving our community for over 50 years. ABC, always be comfortable. Call me, 217-352-5400 to book your appointment today or go to abcheatingandac.com. If you're in the market for a new car battery, you could go to one of those big box stores, except there's no guarantee you'll be served by an actual car expert. Clean up in aisle three. You could pick a battery off the shelf, except it might be close to expiring. Or you could just come into Interstate. Don't make a big box store blunder. With competitive prices and a more personal, reliable approach, Interstate Batteries is the clear-cut choice if you want to guarantee yourself a new and trustworthy car battery. They're open and ready to serve you at 2504 North Mattis Avenue in Champaign. This is XYZ Insurance. How can I help? I have a question about my home policy. Okay, question about phone policy. <sighs> home policy. Okay, gnome policy. H-O-M-E, home! Technology is great, but sometimes it's better to talk with a real person. With Erie Insurance, you have a caring, independent agent who's with you from beginning to end. We don't have any H-O-M-E's on record. Your Erie agent in Champaign is Thomas and Eller's Insurance. Go to erieinsurance.com for company licensure and product details. Hey, let me tell you about Busey and a message to your loved ones. As you celebrate the special person in your life, give them the love letter that lives on an estate plan. According to a survey by caring.com, more than half of Americans, actually 60%, do not have an up-to-date estate plan. Complete a message to my loved ones, no matter your stage in life, from Busey Wealth Management. The packet will outline your life, your legacy, your wishes, through fill-in-the-blank questions, it might not seem relevant right now, but having an estate plan is a key part of your financial wellness. For more advice on estate planning and other financial tips and topics, connect with Busey on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Busey Wealth Management is here to guide you through the estate planning process. Call 1-800-67-BUSEY to discuss your wishes and to request a message to my loved ones. You can also visit Busey.com. For more information on the message to the loved ones and other banking needs, Busey, member FDIC. Obviously coming off a, um, a win that was, was nice to get uh, compared to... Um, coming off the, the Penn State loss and um, you know I was always very scary to play uh, they're so talented offensively but um, um, thought defensively in the second half we did a lot of really really good things um, I thought we, we we took away the three um, I thought we were very dialed in on Perkins I thought Terrence did a great job. I thought Marcus did a, uh, a really, really good job. Both those guys graded out very high. Uh, and um, 
we force them into a lot of really hard twos, uh, which is, is, is what we want to do. So, um, and then offensively, uh, we scored 47 points under seven seconds, uh, which was a season high. And uh, one of the things we, we strive for, and then I thought we did a really good job of, of, of playing against uh, their matchup zone and, um, and finding opportunities to score there. But uh, um, now it's uh, Minnesota and uh, they're good. They're really good. Uh, they're coming off a tough one, uh, which uh, Nebraska might be playing as well as any team in the lake. Uh, but, um, you know, they, they, they shoot it. Uh, they've got a dynamic point guard. I think they lead the their point guard leads country in assists. Uh, I think as a team, they're number one in the country in assisted baskets. Uh, Mitchell and, and Christy both really shoot it. Um, <clears throat> and then they're big and physical. Uh, Pharrell Payne's turned into a, to a, to a very, very good player. Everybody knows Dawson is, is, is very talented and very good. Um, but, um, you know, they, they're, they're competing at a very, very high level. Uh, they're playing really hard. Ben has done a fantastic job, and and this is a um, a very very good basketball team as they've proven they can they can beat a lot of people. I guess Brad, we have a night the other night where Marcus and Terrence aren't quite where we've seen them always offensively, and then to get a win and then have guys like Coleman and so like how much confidence does that give you that some of your two you know possible non-league guys are able to still step into that? Yeah, it's it's comforting. It's it's really nice. I you know I think that uh, um, you know it's 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 hard to to be good every single night, um, and yet you got to figure out how to to win when they're when you're not. And not only was I'm not saying they were bad. They were really good defensively. They just had big scoring nights. And um, you know it's it's um, a tribute to Iowa. They did a nice job, but uh, again, it was it was the matchup zone and the press and the, the, the just kind of called for it. Um, but uh, you know Coleman was spectacular, and and uh, and then I thought we had other guys. Uh, you know, just really beyond Coleman, just kind of fill in and be great and do do take advantage of the opportunities and the things that presented. So. Pretty nice to know that, and gives gives me a lot of confidence as a coach. Coach, do you, do you feel like you took a positive step defensively against Iowa? Something to build on down the stretch? Yeah, and I, I think everybody's like, what's we have to be better defensively in terms of the little things. Um, I, I think that this league has really, really good offensive teams. I think this team has, you know, Iowa's a top ten team offensively, and. Uh, they make hard shots. I felt in the first half uh, that we guarded them. It's not out. And, but we gave them the shots. We forced them into the shots we wanted them to, which was hard twos. And uh, I think they shot 60% in the first half on out-of-the-paint twos. It was actually the fewest layups or fewest paint points uh, we'd given up in league play, which was, which was six in the first half. Um, and, and over the course of time, you got to play 40 minutes. And I thought we did a great job. They shot 35% at 16 from the three. And, and, and I thought our defense was, was really good. We still made some mistakes. 
Uh, certain guys made made scouting report mistakes. Um, we didn't switch as much in this game. Um, I think that helped um, in, in 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 terms of playing Iowa. But um, I, yeah, I thought we were we were we were much better, and not in rotation here as much. Obviously, you weren't too happy with Coleman after the Penn State loss. He has a career night against Iowa. What did you notice change maybe in his approach or even his demeanor going into the game and on the court against Iowa? Well, there was a lot. Uh, you know, his his. I thought he was very mature. I thought he was was very focused. I thought he was. Um, you know, I thought he played really hard. I thought it was, you know, I told him yesterday, I said it's, you know, challenging shots at the rim, um, diving on the floor for loose balls. Those are all things leaders do. And, um, you know, and it wasn't the, 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 you know, the drama, you know, that we sometimes see with him. It was just uh, being a great teammate, being very focused on on the win and, and, and what it took for him to, to, to be a leader and act like a leader and look like a leader and 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 he did those things so I'm, I'm really pleased with it. You mentioned Saturday about Yamani that he might have been a guy that was playing 20 minutes a game if not for the injuries. How did you maybe see him handle having to deal with that? Maybe that opportunity was, was taken away because he missed so many games. Yeah, it's really frustrating when you've got something that you can't control. You know, the back spasms and the and the and the strain and he he would feel good and all of a sudden he'd stretch and that thing would just lock up again and, and, and those are things that you can't you can't control so he was frustrated um, I think he knows he knows he was on the cusp of being a big part of what we were doing um, I think he feels that again I think our training staff and doctors did a great job of of, of helping him get back where he's um, he's good a big part of his game is the physicality the toughness he's a he, you know, he's 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 just nasty. I mean, he's just a physically hard playing guy, and and to have the confidence in that back and uh, was an important piece. And um, you know, I think he's handled it just fine. I think he, he's he's ready to relish the opportunity he has, no matter what that opportunity is. And he's a great teammate. He's he's a mature young guy, and um, you know, whether it's twenty minutes a game or whether it's eight, I know we're going to get. Uh, a physical, very hard-playing guy. Luke talked to us a couple weeks ago. However, year a freshman has a game, and like they've got to kind of stay ready for that. Maybe it's not apples to apples this year because the injuries, but like, how do you guys as a staff make sure that message is continuously relayed when the minutes are maybe sporadic at times? Yeah, it's one of the great challenges of coaching, to be honest, and, and being a leader is is to uh, keep the group connected, to keep them. Um, not getting frustrated, that gets hard because of all the outside noise that these kids hear, um, all the challenges that, that, that are out there. Um, but it, it's, it's always about understanding the process and, and that process, you know, it's not a race to get to something. You know, it's, it's, it's making sure you, when you get there, that you're ready to, to perform and stay there. And, and we, talk, we talk about that stuff. And, uh, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, Nico or whether it was, you know, uh, you know, some guys, I mean, let's look at Coleman. Coleman wasn't ready as a freshman. That was a senior. He's an all-league type guy, you know, and he's a guy that can put his name in the draft. It's not, it's not winning that race. It's, it's just being ready to 
uh, develop and work, and you have to do the right things for that to happen. And in Nico's case, I mean, he's multiple workouts a day with Fletch. He's getting his shots. He's doing his stuff. He's heading our scout team. You know what? He doesn't get the reps. A lot of days in practice with the with the first group, or that that um, that he got the other day, and yet he still knows exactly what we're doing. He's ready to go. That's film. That's um, you know, it's a tribute to him. So, what um, they're all like that, it, it'd be it'd be easy. But great teammate speaks volumes to him as a teammate being prepared. What had Amani maybe on the cusp before that, that injury? What, what did you see from him? Every, he does everything right. He's a great listener. He's not a good listener. He's a great listener, and and he he does everything that we ask him to do, and then he does that with um, kind of a nastiness, and, and I say that in a in a really good way. Uh, there's a physicality about him. There's a toughness about him. He plays with great edge, um, and and he's super super competitive, and. Um, uh, you, we needed that. Uh, we still need that. Uh, but he, he doesn't ever play out of himself, uh, out of you know what he's capable of. He's 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 always very. Uh, uh, the games for a freshman, he plays the game pretty slow mentally, and I, and that's a good thing. But uh, high IQ, and he does what he's supposed to do, and and, and he does it. At a, kind of a really competitive, highly charged level. Anything stand out or unique about Minnesota offensively that you feel like you got to take away? They're really balanced. I, you know, I mean, they're going to run great actions. They're going to run a lot of actions. Everything's assisted. I think 70% of their baskets are assisted. Um, you know, uh, Hawkins as a point guard is just a little um, a guy that lives in the paint. He, he can shoot it. They're going to ball screen for him. Uh, you know Dawson's versatile. Uh, I think you've got to you got to try to fight to keep them to one shot, um, and uh, <clears throat> you know and you can't uh, you can't give Christie and, and Mitchell and those guys threes. They've been shooting it up until the Nebraska game at a very high clip. Uh, Dawson can step out and stretch the floor. Uh, Fox comes in off the bench, uh, and he's he's maybe as effective as any of those guys. Um, so, you know, it's a physical team, um, but uh, they're very well balanced, and it's what makes them good. Against Iowa, a uh, ton of your guys saw double-digit minutes on the court. As a coach, maybe, can you remember the last time that's happened in one of your games, and is it something that's sustainable moving forward? Um, I don't know. I'd have to look at that. Maybe Oklahoma State. Um, I don't know if it's been here. I don't know if I've had that. Um, I think anything's sustainable if it's what it takes to win a game. And it, it's really hard to play, sometimes it's really hard to play 10 guys, depending on the flow of the game. Um, you know, we gotta make no mistake, we wanna put our best players out there who give us the best chance to win that night. And whatever that scenario is, um, you know, we're gonna try to do that. So, you know, some nights, you know, every night's got its own identity. Um, you like the fact that you have that depth and know that, okay, Nico Moretti can step in and Imani can step in and oh, tonight Justin's got it going and, and you know, that may be meant less for a starter or two. So it's just the, the play and the feel of the game.
It's just kind of along those lines. Draven was a guy who had been in a little bit. We didn't see him against Iowa. Was he dealing with anything physically or what was no, like that? It was just, you know, I kind of made the line substitution and it was, you know, it was, you know, we needed a point guard and, and, and Justin and, and Luke and, you know, it was just kind of that, kind of the way that was. There was nothing to that. Draven's been fine. He played great at Penn State. And, and, and again, once we kind of got comfortable there in the second half of the group, it was, you know, we didn't change it very much. Get the roof your home deserves by Roof Doctors, your residential roofing specialist that has always offered the best warranties in the industry, like our non-prorated 50-year warranty. Our customers love that we are family-owned and locally operated. We make our customer needs our top priority. With over 30 years experience and the best customer service, give Roof Doctors a call today for your free estimate at 328-7529. In your community and for your community, Roof Doctors. When it comes to finding a reliable vehicle, look no further than Sarah Champagne, your trusted automotive destination. They carry a lineup of top brands, including Honda, BMW, Subaru, GMC, and Buick. And they're not just about cars, they're about people. Their team is dedicated to providing you with trustworthy service and dependable vehicles that fit your lifestyle. Experience the difference at Sarah Champagne. Visit Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, Champagne.com. Hi, this is Chris Jackson with Kramer Siding and Window. And whatever your project, you can count on Kramer Siding to offer you the best products backed by the best warranties in the business and a lifetime of great customer service. And right now, you can save 10% on roofing, sunrooms, and decks, get 15% off gutter helmet, and you can save 25% on preservation siding, windows, and doors. So call today or visit us at kramersiding.com and let's get started on your project. Here's your OSF Healthcare Medical Minute. Hi, I'm Dr. Ahmad from OSF uh, Pain and Spine Center in Urbana, and I wanted to emphasize the importance of how common back pain and neck pain is, and some of the things that can cause that. Back pain is as common as the common flu, and uh, everybody in their life gets some back pain. The uh, most common reason is posture problems or uh, some injuries. And therefore, if initial posture adjustments, some exercises or anti-inflammatory medicines don't help, it is important to get a hold of a physical medicine rehabilitation doctor to get examined and see if there are any red flags about any nerve injury or get bones looked at by an x-ray. For more information, visit osfhealthcare.org. Finishing up here on The Drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. You heard there from Brad Underwood, who met with the media today to preview Illinois and Minnesota. We'll talk more about that matchup tomorrow as we go along, leading up to an 8 p.m. tip at the State Farm Center. Also, we'll try to work in some Imani Hansberry. who has been playing really well of late and met with the media as well today. So we'll get you that audio tomorrow, but definitely want to get you some Brad today before we get out of here. On the note of tonight, on the hardwood in the Big Ten, you've got 
6 p.m. on Peacock, Wisconsin visiting Indiana. Should be a win for the Badgers. You never know on the road, but Wisconsin favored by four and a half. If you want to watch some disgusting basketball, <laughs> watch Indiana play this year. My God, they've given up. It seems that way, right? They've lost back-to-back home games to Northwestern and Nebraska. They can't Two guard teams anybody. that are better, but yeah. Just gave up 83 to 83 to Penn State in their last game, 85 to Nebraska before that. They were getting throttled by Nebraska on their home floor last week. I think they're neck and neck with Michigan for lowest rated team in the conference mm. on Ken Palm. I mean, that's oh, they're down to 104, aren't they? They're outside the top 100 for the first time since I think Tom Crean's first season is what I saw. Man. And Michigan, good call, Kyle. Michigan 109, Indiana 104. Now, Indiana has six more wins on their resume, but still, I hesitate to call it a resume. Um, how ugly would it have to get? Now, it's pretty ugly right now, but if Indiana, do you think there's a threshold where Woodson gets fired? Like if they lose out or even now, like missing the tournament? I doubt it. I doubt anything they could do the rest of this year would change anything one way or another. If they want to move on from him, I think they probably have that idea right now. Mm -hmm. I think he probably gets another year. You got McNeely coming in, give him one chance to kind of restart in the portal, get a couple bring guards, back bring back Renew, maybe Mbaco? bring back Mbaco. Because yeah. if you had Mbaco, McNeely, who's a five-star wing coming in, renew, and you go get a couple portal guards instead of banking your team on Xavier Johnson, Indiana could be projected pretty highly heading into next year. That's a good call. Good call. The other game, and Iowa's going to need it, the Hawkeyes hosting Penn State. That's at 8 p.m. on